to have an encounter with you. Each one of us, I bring this to my children before you. These are my children. I call on your name. That today, oh God Almighty, you will do a new thing in this place. You will do a new thing in every life. You will bring all those, my God, who have fallen away, fallen by the wayside. That your angels will gather all of them. That everybody will find their feet on the narrow path by the time this camp is over. We want to say thank you. We want to bless your name. We want to magnify you. In the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you. Amen. Please sit down. I haven't asked you to sit. Please stay, stay up, okay? Please be on your feet. Blow the trumpet at the camp. Sound an alarm in my holy presence. Let all presence tremble. For the day of the Lord is close at hand. See, darkness has covered the nation. See, darkness has covered the youth. Thick darkness is over the children of the land. But the Lord says, I have risen upon you. And my glory shall stay and remain over you. Let every lie heart lie low before the presence of the Most High God. For the Lord, the presence of the Lord is here. 
The portal of heaven was opened over this place. And let every heart be broken before him. Let every weight be laid aside. For the king of kings is coming. He's riding on his horse. The warrior of warriors is right within us, amongst us. He's here to do a new work in our lives. He's here to cut some of us out of where we are and do a new thing with our lives. I lay my life before your throne. Let the song be your prayer. I lay my life before your throne. See his glory, see his glory, see his glory. Let every heart lie low, see his glory come down, see his glory come down, see his down let every heart lie low see his mercy raining down see his mercy come down Father, before your presence, I bow. Father, there is nothing good in me except what you have done in my life. Before you, I bring my children. I bring you the sons and daughters of the land. And I ask the Lord, speak to us. Let no, no word that comes from you today fall to the ground. I pray that the cross of Jesus Christ will shatter every stubborn knee. I pray the cross of Jesus Christ will shatter every, every stony heart. I pray that the blood of Jesus Christ will wash us from head to toe. That we shall leave this place in confidence with our chest out knowing that we have been visited by you. We thank you Father, King of Kings, God of Gods. Glory of glories, 
the God who is, who was, and is to come. Before you, angels cover their faces with their wings. Before you, everything lies low. The mountains begin to tremble. All the seas begin to roar. The birds begin to flutter their wings and they start singing to glorify your name. The stones begin to cry out to say, indeed, Jesus, you alone are Lord. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We worship you. We adore you. Let the four winds begin to blow. From the north to, from the north to the south, from the east to the west. May there be an explosion of the very presence of God amongst the children that you have been called, that have been called by your name. Hear us, answer us, and accept us in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's take our seats. Our scripture reading will be from the book of um, Luke, chapter 15, um, from 11 to 32. So let's turn our Bibles to Luke, chapter 15. The book of Luke, chapter 15. Then... Are we all there? Then he said, meaning Jesus, a certain man had two sons, and the younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that fall to me. So the boy is in natural fact saying, um, Daddy, um, I can't wait for you to die. You know the Jewish culture? Normally, the first son takes a double of um, the, the, the father's property, and then the rest will share the rest. But then, this one he's saying, give me the portion of the goods that fall to me. Meaning that, um, you know, right now I want it. You are not dead, but I can't wait for you to die. So you, so you just give me what I need. So he divides the father to, you know, this is how God is. He, he doesn't take whatever you want. If that's what you want. He has given you a free will. So what did he do? So he divided them his livelihood. Not many days after, the young son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. You know, like prodigal living is wasting, just, you know, spreading people and just having, using the money, you know, unwisely, wasting, Okay. So prodigal living, but when he had spent all, there arose a famine in that land. And, and he began to be in want. He left home, he left his father, turned back to the people that loved him and went far away. From the presence of the father. He then went and joined himself to a citizen of that country. Now he went and joined 
an, an unbeliever, someone who doesn't even come from his people, he left home and went and joined to this person, this foreigner. And what did he do? And that this person sent him to his fields to feed the swine. He left the mansion, all the good things, and now look at the situation he's, not, he's in now. He started having fun, prostitutes, enjoying, you know, everything gets finished. And when he, get, he got finished, where did he go? He started going down. He started going down from the time he made his decision that I'm not going to stay in the presence of my father. And that's what happens to us. I'm not going to stay in the presence of my father. You turn your back to your father, then you are heading into the presence of the devil. So what happens to him? Then he was given something to do. The job, you know, the, the Jews don't like, how do you call it, pigs. But he was given the meanest job to feed pigs. And what does the Bible say? It says he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate. He didn't even get some to eat. Even to, it means that it got to a point that he was even lower than the pigs. Because even pig food, he couldn't get to eat. And no one gave him anything. He would have loved to eat pig, pig's food. Even that one. The pigs were above him. He couldn't even get it to eat. And he was in great need. The Bible says, but. All of you say, but. But. When he came to himself. You know, like all of a sudden, he came, he came around. He came to himself. He said, how many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare. And I sit here and I'm hungry. Then he said, I will arise. All of you say, I will arise. I will arise and go to my father. That is why we are here today. God has brought us, separated us and brought us to this point for us to come to ourselves and say to ourselves, I will arise and go to my father. And I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. Because he has quoted everything, he goes back and I cannot be a son anymore because I have no inheritance. But even the, 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 the hired servants, their lives are so good that I wouldn't mind being there than to be a hungry man feeding pigs. And when he made that decision, he didn't stay there. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, far away, the father saw him and had compassion. This is how God deals with us. As we have come here, and as we, our hearts are ready for him, God knows each one of us and the things that we are doing. And he sees what is hiding, the, the secret lives that we are leading. 
that out everybody sees me fine out there but at the at the behind the scenes where no one knows god knows it and it's like you are far away from god but today as you have said i have i will arise he's already standing there most of the time they say oh i've left god you can't leave god god has left me it is you god is always there constant the same today yesterday and forever it is us who leave him and when we even leave him he's still there waiting for us so the father had been looking at the road and from afar he saw somebody coming the guy was all in tattered clothes he looked filthy he's maybe he smelled even like a pig but he saw that that was my child coming so no matter how your life has become no matter how your soul is looking you know um like a caricature it doesn't look like you anymore father god knows you so if you see today i have risen i arose i will arise your father is already standing there god is standing if you are even far away from him he can see you from afar and you know what the father did it's not the boy who ran because you know listen you are even timid you can't even go you are walking in will they accept me will they drive me away you are there contemplating the devil is saying all kinds of things to you why don't you go back when you go they won't accept you but he knows the father that he has that when i go back i don't think even if you will not accept me i can be a hired servant the bible says the father himself ran and fell on the neck of his son and kissed him and the boy said to him father i have sinned against heaven and in your sight and i'm no longer worthy to be called your son but that is not the idea this is not what the father thought he said i'm not worthy to be your son but the father knows that once you are my son you are always my son But the father said to his servants, he didn't even mind what he had said. Bring out the best robe. Can you imagine? So when we turn back to God, this is what happens for us. We take away the tattered clothes, the filthy things that we have gone to wear. Our dress are all torn and everything. Your garment of righteousness is filthy. But he says, because you have come back, because my son has come back and my son is sorry and has repented change his clothes today god is going to change our clothes he said put the best robe on him and put on him sorry and put a ring on his hand so it's like i'm going to now have another a higher relationship with you i'm even going to put a ring on you and sandals on his feet maybe he was when he was even coming he didn't were not he was not even wearing shoes or his shoes were all in pieces and the father looks at ah is that my child you have gone for the devil to make a mess out of you but my love for you never ends my love for you is everlasting hide servants change him change the way he looks not only on your outside but even within 
So what happens? They came in. He says, why? He said, and let's make Mary. Mary. He said, um, and bring the fat, fattest calf here and kill it. And let's eat and, and be merry. For this, my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. Then they began, began to have a party. Which father would do this? You've squandered all the money. You've gone ahead with... Maybe when he was even coming, he brought HIV or an STD, you don't know, carrying something. And then you come in looking stinky and everything and the father says, clean him up and let him have a party. No earthly father can do that except our father in heaven. Amen. Now what happens? The younger, the older brother comes by. And Bible says that. He, will, he asked, they said, what is happening? He said, your brother has come back and there is rejoicing and everything. He says, but he was angry and he wouldn't go in. That's verse 28. But he was angry and he wouldn't go in. Something good has happened, but he was angry. It happens to us sometimes. You are there in the house of God, faithfully working. Then somebody goes, you know, this person has been messing around. Then you come to church or messing around, has left and has come back. And the person just comes in and because he knows how God has changed him, this person is just growing. And already maybe the person is leading or has been given a position. And you are jealous and you are angry at the good thing that God is doing in somebody's life. He said you won't go in. But the father had to come and talk to him. Now don't worry, you are with me. Come in. Your brother has come in. I also want you to come in too. He's not going to leave anybody outside. Don't get angry. Come in. Everything, your three, your three quarters are there. Your, your inheritance is not being touched. Whatever is yours, is yours. You have been faithful in the house. You have been faithful to me. I'm not going to take what I've given you and take it from you and give it to your brother. I'm not going to do that. Just come in and be happy that this brother of yours was lost and now has been found. Let's make merry. All I want to say is that sometimes when we turn, I mean not sometimes, anytime we turn our backs to God, we begin to sink. We begin to sink. We go down and down and down and down. And as I was looking at the scripture, God took me to the book of Jonah. Sometimes God has called you that arise and do something for him. But like Jonah, you have arisen, but you have fled from the presence of God. Bible said, said that Jonah fled from the presence of God and went down to Joppa went down as soon as you make that decision and you follow the decision you begin to go down so Jonah fled from the presence of God and went down to a place called Jupa he took his money paid for his transport and went down if you look in the Bible I'm reading the King James Version you see down 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 he went down to the ship 
far away from the presence of God. And even in the ship, you know, when you're going to the ship, you have to climb down. When he got down the ship, he decided to go to the lowest part, another down again of the ship. And when he went down to the lower part of the, of the ship, he laid down. When God calls you, God sends, sends you something, you keep going. As soon as you turn your face from the presence of God, you keep descending. The enemy will say, come, 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 ready to destroy you. So he went down, 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 down. And when he got down there, what did he do? He descended into the presence of the enemy for a raw deal. But the good, the good thing about God is that when he will not allow us, you know, anyone who has been marked by the blood of Jesus Christ, he will not allow you to be eaten by the old dragon, Satan. So what did he do? God allowed one more, two more steps. The people said, when he went there to the down, he went down and lay down and slept. He slept the destiny of Nineveh away. He was, he was sleeping away the destiny of Nineveh. The people are going to die. The people are perishing. God says, I'm going to destroy the place. Go and do something about it. He said, no. Nah. Like you people say, nah. Nah. So he turned away from the presence of God. But the merciful God, what did he do? Then they came, they were trying to save the boat. They were, did everything they could, they could. Still, the storm was still strong on the sea. They threw away the things to make it light. Still. So now the master of the ship went down, down, down. And found Papa Jonah fast asleep. Say, hey, oh sleeper, wake up. Because people were calling their gods. And the more they called their gods, the more serious the, 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 the turbulence became. So they called him that, why, why are you sleeping? Everybody's calling their Get up and call your God. So now he wakes up. And he, they said, no, we have to cast lots. They cast lots and then the lot fell on Jonah. And so they asked him, who, who are you? He said, I'm a Hebrew. He said, what do you say? I serve the God of the heavens, the earth, and the sea. Ah, so your God is the one who handles the sea. And look at what is the sea is doing. They cast the lots and they found that it was him who was creating the problem. What do we do now? Long and short of it, Jonah allowed was, he said, now cast me into the sea and you have your peace. And true to this word, they cast him into the sea. And God so good, our merciful father, our good father, got this big fish to swallow him. And the turbulence ceased. Now, Joe now came to himself when he was now hent in by in the, in the belly of the fish. 
when he cried unto God, God heard him. In the belly of the fish, he said, my soul is fainting. He realized he was going. And he remembered that he needed to cry unto God. And there's no one who cries unto God and God will turn his ear and he will, he will close his ears. If you call him with a clean and a pure heart, he will hear you and he will answer you. So he cried unto God and the fish had to swallow him on dry ground. And Jonah now took off to go and talk to the people of Nineveh. In the, in the, you know, to summarize it all, the people of Nineveh, Nineveh repented and you know, Jonah did his, the bidding of God. This afternoon we are here to cry unto our God to enable us confidently receive our camp blessing. The blessing why he has brought us here. And some of us are going to receive mandates to go and do certain things. I know what I'm talking about. They are hearing me grown as I was. Anytime I, anytime I got, came to come, God would give me some, a mandate and I would go and then, you know, God would give me something to go and do. He would lift me higher than I have been. And this is exactly what God is going to do for each one of us. Amen. Psalm 24 verse 3 to 6 says, Who may ascend to the hill of the Lord? Means who may be able to go enter the presence of God? Or who may stand in his holy place? He who has, a clean, has clean hands and a pure heart. One thing I've noticed is that the Bible says that somewhere in the New Testament, Paul was saying that you lift your hearts, your heart with your hand. So I noticed that any time that I lifted my hand in prayer and I had pain, my heart was not involved. But any time I lifted my heart with my hand, I can be there for I don't know how long and I will not feel a single pain. Because any time we lift our hands to God and it is accompanied by our hearts, things happen. So don't just, you know, when you say, raise your hand, then you just lift your hand. No, let it, let, let it come from within. Let your heart accompany your hand and let it be lifted up unto God. And when this is done, God responds. Heaven is all ears. Not just lifting your hands like that. Lift your hand. Then he's painting you. Ah. Like, no, when your heart is involved, you can do this for the whole day. Nothing will happen. Because your heart is involved. It is your whole being, your spiritual hand, your, spir your spiritual heart, everything is lifted up unto God. So this body has no, um, has no place you know, in what you are doing. So the Bible is saying that who has not lifted his soul? It says, who may stand in his holy place? And who, he who has clean hands and a pure heart. Who has not lifted his soul to an idol? Now, I mean, and this is what is happening now. We've all lifted our, our, our hearts. Our, our, we've lifted our, how do you call it? Um, our soul to idols. Clothing. Social media has become a god. As soon as you get up, you have to pick your phone. Sometimes some of us, let's say, now we want to fast. 
fast one week, put the phone down, shut it, put it somewhere. Social media, Instagram, pray, 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 pray all over the place. You can't put it down. When you lose your phone, hey, it's like oxygen has been cut off from you. Am I lying? The phone has become an idol. Social media has become an idol unto us. You should be able to say today, no internet. Today, no phone. Don't let this thing control you. Don't let this thing control you. If it controls you, it's an idol. I was sitting at the back there. Somebody had just opened looking at fashion things. When people, people were busy praying. And was showing somebody was praying, went to the friend. Hey. When people were praying, praying, people have left this place and they are in higher realms in prayer. You are doing and showing, looking at fashion on the phone. Don't lift your soul to idols. Don't make somebody an idol. You allow people to control you. Boyfriend to, con boy to control you. Girl to control you. Come here. Then you have, you have to do something for your parents. You are busy. You leave the house. Boys have become idols to you. Girls have become idols to you. If you don't come, I'll leave you. Hey! You have lifted your soul to an idol. God says that you should not save anything up, anything apart from me. And it says that nor sworn deceitfully. When you live like a hypocrite, you are deceiving people. You lie to people. You do all kinds of things. Then you come and stand, and then you lift your holy hands. I lift up my holy hands. This hand has gone and done things that are not supposed to be done. God says, those who do not do these things, he said, that person shall receive blessings from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Continue. He says, this is Jacob. These are the sons and daughters of wisdom. This is our year of wisdom. You have to apply wisdom. So the fear of God is the beginning of wisdom. Do you fear God? Do you reverence God? Do you tremble at the word of God? That is what the God, word of God says. And I, I dare not go against it. Just picture what Jesus Christ has done on the cross for you. He was stripped off. He went and removed, he removed his royal garments and placed them away in heaven and decided to come down to earth. He did good. He was misunderstood. He was arrested. He was humiliated. He was beaten. He was ridiculed. And they stripped him naked. You think he just was wearing boxes? He wasn't wearing boxes. Stuck naked. He wasn't wearing anything. When he hung on that cross. It's not that he tried to put a picture in the cover. It was, he was naked. Stuck naked. 
on the cross. Where is the hand that you even used to do this? They have struck the hand on the cross. All this was done for us. He was carried like a sheep to the abattoir. He was carried like a sheep to the slaughter. I used to live in Ethiopia and when they are taking the animals to the slaughter, they look so miserable. I stood and I said, hey, that's why they said and they, and you know, they couldn't, you can, they can't say anything. So you can see the way the animals were looking. They, the ones that are not going, you can see them. And the ones that are going to, I think they can feel it. They know. So I said, ah. And God made me understand that he was carried, you know, he was taken like um, a sheep to the slaughter. And he didn't open his mouth. These animals can't say anything. They're just there like this and they're carrying them. And when you look at them, you yourself will feel it. And that's how Jesus Christ was taken to the cross. He didn't open his mouth. And he did all that for you and for me. But as he died, he rose again. As he rose again, the Holy Spirit now began to birth many Jesuses. Salvation came. So when you get born again, you are a representative of Jesus. So many Jesuses were birthed. The gospel was preached and people started giving their lives to Christ. And they started looking like Jesus. They started doing things like Jesus. So that we can also be in control of this earth. Populate this earth. How many Jesuses around? If all of us here are living for him. Count. How many Jesuses are sitting here? As soon as people see you, just see Jesus. Can somebody say that Jesus has entered here? Is your life a portal, like Uncle Bethmont was saying, of heaven? Wherever Jesus was, good things happened. They will hear Jesus is there and everybody starts running there. Are you attracting people or you are repelling them? It's very important. We have to check our lives. Are you another Jesus? Holy Spirit has come. You've given your life to Christ. But we are not sure how you look. We don't know if you are here or you are there. You are neither hot, you are neither cold. We have to look into our lives. I want everyone to look into, look at, am I Jesus? When people see me, they say, hey, someone who doesn't know you and has heard about Jesus Christ, seeing your action, can they say, hey, are you Jesus? Ask yourself, am I Jesus? Because we are supposed to look like him. He has given us work here. Everybody here has, a work, has work to do. And after you have finished your work on this earth, if you have done what Jesus Christ, you came here to represent him and do what he has asked you to do. Not only will he bless you here, but when you appear before the, the glorious throne of God, on that glorious day, he himself will take a crown. 
Jesus will take your crown, her crown and place on your head and say to you, well done, good and faithful servant. When Jesus blew the trumpet, many years ago in Israel, a young man blew the trumpet fishermen came prostitutes came thieves came in, in short sinners came today another trumpet is being blown will you come will you answer Will you answer the call of Jesus? To stand for him. To work for him. To represent him in your school. To represent him in this nation. To represent him on the continent of Africa. There's a new wave coming. And God is going to do a big thing in our continent with a black race. Are you going to be part of it? Are you going to be part of it? It says in the last days, the ancient of days has given birth to a child. And that child is Africa. There's work for the sons and daughters of Africa. Our continent is the last trump of God. And God is going to do great things with you people. And I say to God, God, I don't want to miss it. If I have to clean you guys, if I have to sweep for you to do what God wants to do. If I have to come and clean your shoes for you to do the things that God has called to do. Father, I'm ready to do it. There is a calling on you. There's a new way for the continent of Africa. And God is calling young people like you. Do not turn from his presence. I pray you and I beg you. There is a trumpet sound on the continent of Africa. And God has lit a torch on this nation, Ghana. So if we're a Ghanaian, God says West Africa is the belly of the continent. If you are from West Africa, God is going to do a great thing. There's going to be an explosion from our side of Africa to cover the whole of Africa. What are you doing? This is the time to walk holy. This is the time to separate yourselves. And God is not going to use grown people. That's why I say, I'm, I'll be ready to sweep the floor for you. I'll be ready to clean your shoes. He's going to use you people. And I say, God, I don't want to miss that. I want to be part of it. To see my children. If I have to cook for them. If I have to iron their clothes for them. 
if I have to talk to them to be able to sit right and stand right for you, please help me. But I will not turn my back to the young people. Don't look back. I know where God picked me from. I was picked from the, I was in the old court when the Lord picked me. It was a, a life of misery. And I don't want any of you to venture when you have the devil living his life through you. I have cried buckets. I know I said to myself, ah, but this is not me. I had gone and gotten myself initiated. The devil was using me. Power was growing within me. I can go to a place and I see people, I can control everybody. But what God, when God came in, and the time I would be there and I'll be crying. Because sometimes I'll be there and I don't like the situation I'm in. I say, ah, God, but this is not me. It's not me again. Because I knew it wasn't me. Something else was living its life through me. That's why when you get born again, Jesus will live his life through you. The Holy Spirit of God will live his life through you. The same thing. So be careful about the occult and the Freemasons and whatever that people are into. Be careful. But since then, when the Lord shattered that, that bottle and got me out of that trap, the Bible says, my soul escaped as a bird out of the snare of the fowler. The snare is broken and I have escaped. My help is in the name of the Lord. That was my song. Anytime I heard that song, I would break down because it summarized my life. Now I know that. So when Jesus Christ comes in, you realize that no power. When Jesus Christ takes over your life, cleans you up, fills you with his spirit and he's using you, no power can stand before you. I don't fear anything. What is which? Who are, which are, what are demons? Because I know that he has given me power over serpents, over scorpions and all the ability of the devil. And they cannot harm me. He cannot in any way. So which, which way? Where will they pass? The Bible says they cannot harm you in any way. Not in some way, so in any way. You must know who you are. I pray that it is so with all of you here. So that, and you must know that nobody can pluck you out of the hand of Jesus. God will give you a fearless heart. Give you the face of a lion. When you walk with your chest out, you are not afraid. He will give you the iron she, iron shoes. That you can walk on iron terrains. Powerful terrains, stones, you can walk on them. You are not afraid. He will turn your shoes into brass. They will last. Like the people of Israel, they traveled and their shoes never walked. That's how, that will be your story. If you are walking with God. In holiness and in righteousness. Not today you are here, tomorrow you are there. Not sleeping around. Not taking pictures of your private parts and sending it to somebody. It's being done. Take a picture of your breast and bring. You bring. Anything that you send on social media, it stays forever. My children told me, I said, hey, be careful.
People are doing all kinds of things. There's a story my daughter told me when we were in the U.S. She said, Mommy, there was a boy, they used to have this peer leaders thing, and he met this boy on the bus. They were talking. He said, are you working? He said, yeah, I'm working in the supermarket. And then he said, oh, what about you? He said, oh, I'm a model. Then he said, oh, okay. So he was thinking that maybe, you know, he's an artist, so he thought maybe he was modeling. Then he took his phone and showed him, and showed her. This girl came home, she was shaking. The boy has been modeling, excuse me to say, his private part for money. Things are happening. I am not saying this to just tell you, so I'm just telling you, be careful. Because if you do that, you show you, you take a picture of yourself and send. Very soon you'll be there. You'll, they will, they, you, you'll get people asking you, can you model for us? Anything that you put on Facebook, you send to boy, Instagram, whatever, um, um, WhatsApp. You think that, oh, when you finish, clean it. He will click on his phone, but it is there, hanging in the air. In the cloud. One day, somebody will pull it out and show you. Watch your lives. Play around, get some very bad but Look, the people that are working with, some in your school, even they, not all of them are human beings. So I'm telling you, they look like us. Some of them are even in church. Because when children of God meet, they also come along. They will come and they will do all kinds of things with you. And they will, sometimes they will even film it without your knowledge. By the time you realize, girls, keep yourselves. Ask God to help you. If you are having a decision, you say, let's do it, let's do it, let's do it. Please, today, make up your mind that you do it. And the boy, if the girl is saying, let's do it, make up your mind, boy, don't do it. For you, I won't worry, but you never know. Let me say it. <laughs> Things are happening. A lot of great, and people, like, there's so much sexual trans, sexually transmitted disease around. So many of them. AIDS is on the rise. So be careful. Work for God. Why, why won't God, God, God doesn't want you to do? Because he knows that when you do that, you are descending right into the cold chambers of the enemy by the time if you don't by the time he re releases you you are still a child of god you confess and everything but you are living with hiv for the rest of your life what can decide to heal you but i'm telling you can live with it for the rest of your life you'll be doing ministry and everything maybe that's where you'll be doing your ministry telling people that don't do it or have hiv but that is it so don't think I'll do it. Yeah, you become a message. So let's watch our lives. I want us to be on our feet. I want us to pray. We're going to pray. Let's be on our feet. You are the pillar that holds my life. You are the pillar that holds my life. Master Jesus, you are the pillar that holds 
my life let's hold let's lift our hands with our heart master jesus you are the pillar that holds my life hallelujah you are the pillar that holds my life let this become a prayer for you you are the pillar that holds my life master jesus you are the pillar that holds my life master jesus you are the pillar that holds my life philippians 4 13 says that i can do all things through christ who strengthens me let's Lift up our right hand and repeat after me. Lord, you know that by myself, I can do nothing. I am helpless and lost without you. Strengthen me, I pray. Kill my strong appetite for sin. And lead me in the way everlasting. When you blew the trumpet, prostitutes came, fishermen came, thieves came, the sick came. Today I have heard the trumpet and I've also come. Please Lord help me. Please answer my prayer and help me to represent you in my school, in this nation, in the continent, in the world. Amen. I want you to pray. Talk to God. Tell him I have come. I have heard a trumpet, but I have come. Talk to him. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I bring my life unto you, God. Talk to him. Talk to him. Tell him about your life. Tell him that you have come. You are weak, but he is strong. There is nothing you cannot do without his help. He's the one who gives you strength. I want you to pray. Talk to God. Talk to him. Talk to Jesus. He is able. He's able to turn a prostitute into a preacher. He's able to turn a criminal into an apostle. He's able to do it. Let's talk to him. Pray to your father in heaven. He hears prayer and he answers. In the name of Jesus. Pray. 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 Talk to him. Ask him to help you. Ask him to help you. He's the only one who can help you. No one can help you. Church cannot help you. Pastor cannot help you. Pastor cannot help you. Uncle Bishu cannot help you. It is only Jesus who can help you. Cry unto him. He will hear you. He will hear us. And he will change our lives. And he will give us a strength that we need in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i want us to look at the gospel of Luke chapter 15 verse 18 the guys the young man said i will arise and go to my father and i will say to him father i have sinned against heaven and before you i want us to pray unto the lord i want us to i want you to lift up your voice and say lord i have arisen Say, Lord, I have arisen. I, I declare that I have sinned against you. My father, 
and my life giver. Please accept me back. Pray. Now let's begin to lift up your voice and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I have come back. Please accept me. Please accept me, Lord. Please accept me, Lord. If you don't accept me, I have nowhere to go. I have no one to turn to. Accept me, Lord. I have come like the prodigal son. I have come that you will take care of me. You, oh God, will accept me back into the fold. Anything that I have done, bring me back into the place of holiness. Bring me back into the place of righteousness. Anything that I am doing behind the scenes that you are not, that people are not aware of. My hypocrisy, I am before you this afternoon. Hear me, oh Lord, I pray. Hear me, oh Lord, I pray and answer me. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Verse 20 says, and he arose and came to his father. But when he was a great way away, his father saw him and had compassion on him and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. You may say that my father has not kissed me before. My father has not hugged me before. It is okay. God will hug you. God will kiss you. So let's say together, Lord, Lord, my father. I am right down in the pit and I'm climbing back to you. Please run to me. Please, I throw myself in your arms with compassion. Please hug me and kiss me. Pray. Or lift up your voice and pray and talk to the Father in the name of Jesus. Father, hear the cries of your children. Hear our cry this evening. We are asking the Lord, you will take us back. You are the only one who can hug us and hug us in the right sense. You are the only one who can kiss us and bring us back to where we belong in you. This afternoon, we are calling on you as your children. Hear us, Lord, we pray. Hear us, Lord, we pray. Hear us, Lord, we pray. Our Father and our God, we thank you and we bless you. That it is okay when our, heaven, when our earthly fathers will not kiss us and even hug us. But you can kiss us and you will hug us. And you will do wonderful things in our lives. And you will change our countenance. You will change our lives. Please, this morning, this afternoon, we are before you. Hear our cries. Hear our prayers in the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse 22 says that. But the father said to his servants, bring forth the robe and put on him. And put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet. Let's say it together. As, as was done for the prodigal son. Father in heaven. My father in heaven. My father, my father. As was done for the prodigal son. Let me be washed in the blood of Jesus. Change my clothing. As a sign of your everlasting love. Put your ring on me. Give me spiritual shoes. In place of the tattered shoes. I am wearing because of sin. Please put new shoes on me. Shoes that I can climb your holy hill with. That I can, that I can withstand difficulties with. Shoes of iron and shoes of brass. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are here before you. 
you will change our clothing in this afternoon. You will change our clothing and you will put a ring on us. You will wash our filth away. Our shoes, oh God, that have gone to evil places, sinful places, that are stained with sin. We ask the Lord God, they will be changed for us as you did for the prodigal son. Give us shoes of iron that will be able to walk in difficult places in times of temptation. We'll be able to walk through in the name of Jesus. When we even have to walk through the valley of the shadow of death because we are wearing the shoes of iron from you. Father God will not be afraid. We will walk through. Give us shoes of brass that will never wear off in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you. Father, we glorify you. Father, we honor you. Oh, we thank you. Father of the prodigal child, I am your prodigal child. Please take me as you are, as I am. I have come back to you. I know that you will change my life and do a new thing with my life. In Jesus' name, amen. The big brother said he was angry and he would not go inside. We are going to talk to God. If jealousy, anger, or we are grumbling to God that, ah, how come these people are, you know, these people have been, this, this one just came into the, got born again, and good things are happening. And you are in the church, and your friend is singing, and everybody is clapping, and then your eyes, your inside you, ay, yeah, yeah, jealousy is not allowing you to even concentrate. Anger is not allowing you. You are grumbling. Look at even what she was wearing, and she, she's even singing to God. Don't. We are going to go to God. If you have been in a position like this, ask God that God, this is not your character. When you are doing something good, let me rejoice with it. So let us pray. Father, take away jealousy. Take away anger. Take away grumbling from my heart, from my soul, from my spirit about anyone I consider sinful. And you are favoring. God, I ask you to forgive me. Give me a heart to rejoice. When good things happen to other Christians. Lift up your voice and pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I bring my life to ask for forgiveness. Ask God to forgive you. Wherever I have been jealous concerning anyone. Even in school work. In any area of my life. When someone is doing well. Or somebody has passed me. Because the person has done better than me. I am feeling jealous, I pray. The Lord, when good things happen to anybody, cause me to rejoice with them. This is not your character. This is not your nature. Help me, Lord, I pray. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Judges 16, 28. I want, to take, I want to take you to the book of Samson. It says, Then Samson prayed to the Lord. When he, they removed his eyes, you know, they scooped his eyes out because he started descending, descending, descending into the camp of the enemy. But God had still not left him. The Bible said his hair grew again. And uh, what did he do? He prayed, he said, then Samson prayed to the Lord, Sovereign Lord, remember me. Please God, strengthen me once more and let me with one blow revenge on the Philistines for my two eyes. The devil has done a lot to us. What we are going to ask God, our Father, let my hair grow again and give me the strength. Samson said, let me die with my enemies. We are not going to die with our enemies. Whatever the devil has done to us, we are not going to die with them because God will lay a table before us in their presence. So, we are going to ask the Lord, Father, anything that has made me bold spiritually. Some of us are bold. 
because there's certain secrets that God because the Bible said God has given us he said the secrets of the Lord are with those who fear him you have thrown it to swines because of that you are bold spiritually your hair is on but spiritually you are bold your hair is shining Sakura. let's lift up our hands Lord God Almighty, I have lost my strength, but I pray to you that you will help me. Father, I don't even have time to read my Bible, and I've become weak. I have descended into the hands of deceitful Delilahs. My spiritual eyes have been scooped out, and I am chained by bad habits I am stealing I am doing what prostitutes do I'm photographing myself and sending out people if, if you haven't done it's okay <laughs> please I'm spiritually bold Lord you can see I'm spiritually bold but you say in your word the secret of God is with those who fear him I've exposed myself to the enemy but I cry unto you God let my hair grow once again make me a warrior for you because you have told me in your word that those who know their God they will be strong and they will do exploits open your mouth and pray to God every area in your life you know every area in your life that you know that God needs some progress you need God to do a new thing there pray to God in the name of Jesus somebody ashita mama for thy pray for my children every area of boldness in their lives oh God I cry unto you, the Lord God Almighty. Cause their hair to grow once again. Cause their strength to come alive again. Father God, let them bring down the, 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 the strongholds of the enemy, oh God. They will not die with the enemy, but they will bring down the strongholds of the enemy in the name of Jesus. Make them the warrior that they ought to be in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Father, we bless you in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. We are looking at Jonah 2 verse 5. He says, when he was in the pit, he said he was in the animal, the, the fish's belly. He says, the water surrounded me, even to my soul. The deep closed around me. Weeds were wrapped around my head. Lift up your hands, let's pray. Father, I am locked in the belly of the cold chambers of sin. I am locked in the belly of the cold chambers of sin. I am trapped in strange relationship. Social media has imprisoned me. Soft and hard pornography are assailing me. I am being sexually abused. I am abusing someone sexually and I want to stop 
but I can't. Lord of my salvation, set me free. Set me free, I pray. Cause me to be vomited on, on dry ground. So like Jonah, I will do your will. Open your mouth and pray. You fit in somewhere in the things that we have said. Cause call unto the name of the Lord and pray. Masoria shita mama labraske nehaya. Father, I pray. Kabo shita mama hana masete yanda. Every area, my God, that I have mentioned here, that anyone falls into it, I come before you, O oh God. Oh my God and my Father, you are the only one who can deliver. You can deliver, and my God, you can set free. Oh, let their souls be escaped from the snare of the fowler. Let the snare be broken, oh God, and cause them to escape from the snare fowl, from the fowler, the fowler snare. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. Hear our cry, oh God. In the name of Jesus. Amen. I want to read by the last scripture. Jeremiah 31 verse 20. He says, Is Ephraim my son? Is he a pleasant child? For since I spoke to him, I, sorry, for since I spoke against him, I do not Endlessly I do earnestly remember him still. Therefore, my bowels are troubled for him. I will surely have mercy on him, says the Lord. The God said he will surely have mercy on us, that he still remembers us. Even though we have done things that are against him and he's not happy about, he says he still remembers us and he will surely have mercy on us. Let's lift up our hands. Father God, I am your son, I'm your daughter. I have not been a pleasant child and you are against the things I do and I am not happy with what I am doing yet you still remember me and you are worried about me please surely have mercy on me turn my life around give me a brand new life open your mouth and pray Father, in the name of Jesus, I'm before you with my sons and my daughters. And I'm asking the Lord, thank you that you are saying that, Father, you have not forgotten us. You still remember us, even though we have done evil against you. But you say, surely you will have mercy on us. We, may we receive the assurance of your mercy. May we feel your mercy this afternoon in the name of Jesus. May mercy begin to fall like rain over this place in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father. We bless you. We worship you and we magnify your name. We thank you and we honor you that, Lord, our prayers have been heard. You say, when we, should, we call you in our time of need, you will hear us. We have called on your name, Jesus. We have called on you, Jesus, our Savior. We have called on you, Jesus, our Redeemer. Let your blood speak for us this afternoon. Let your blood cause every evil to bow out of our lives in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. In your name, we have prayed and we know that we have been answered. Hear us. Amen. Before I sit down, I just want us just a few minutes. Just keep standing. My daughter is here. She caught a fire from this place. And I can stand here before God and say, God has been good. Academically, she was zero. But now, what God is doing with her life, 
there was a fire that she caught from here. I want her to come and stretch her hands and pray for each one of you. That God will also usher you supposed to be. Um, actually been I think 10 years since my first camp over here and I remember that day Raman stood here and he preached about holiness and um, he said that there is a grace to live holy at the time I had just finished high school I remember I even had this boy I was dating who was in Boche and uh, I remember <laughs> I remember I remember he used to say to me and I'm going to be very honest with you. He used to say to me, Mommy, if you let me sleep with you, you know, I'll marry you one day. And you know, at the time, so, yeah, saying it. So, I know some of you are really young. You will not understand now. But one day, what I'm saying to you would, um, would register. But, um, okay, so let's be serious, okay? Take a, let's just pay attention. Sometimes in Ghana, we have a tendency to get excited too quickly we miss the message so what I want to tell you is that I remember he used to say that I was under so much pressure and I came to this camp and Raman said that there is a grace to live holy and that day I was struck I remember I fell on the floor here and I was just praying I said God if there's a grace like that then give me that grace and I made a vow to God I said God if you help me I will keep myself let me tell you I'm 30 today it's not that I haven't met guys, but since then, I have never slept with anyone. And God honored his word. I walked in school. Let me tell you something. People don't understand that. Um, people don't understand that there is a reward for holiness. You see, sin is nice. So when you're living holy, it's a hard walk. Because you think, oh, boys do not like me. I won't do this. I won't get this. Even in my academics, that decision manifested itself. No matter what country I entered, no matter what course I did, I was always at top. Even today in Ghana, jobs I don't go and look for, they come. You understand? And I want to tell you something about the decision to walk holy. Holiness means set apart. It is not by might. That's why Christ went on the cross. Do you understand? He died to give you the strength to live a godly life. He has put his life, see we are mere mortals, but God is living his life through you. What does that mean? You have been called to live a God-like life. The mere man is moved by sin. God does not move, is not moved by sin. You understand? So today I want to pray that God Almighty will release his grace upon your lives. The grace to walk in holiness and impurity. There is a spirit of perversion that is ruling nations and is causing young people to fall astray. There is a spirit of, of pornography, of corruption, of laziness. You know, of mediocrity that rules nations. But today we are seeing that this generation, you will not be part of that move. But God will cause you to raise a new system in the mighty name. I want you to lift up your hands. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Every eye closed. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, we come before you. Father God Almighty, we kneel, O God Almighty, in this earth, in this territory, O God. 
coming before the jurisdiction of heaven, lifting up this generation before you. God, you're not a man that you should lie. You have declared in the heavens concerning our lives. As Ghanaians, as Africans, that you are doing something new with this breed. A breed that no one has ever seen before. No, no being that has ever walked on this earth has seen a breed like this. God Almighty, I pray that you will give us what it takes. Oh God Almighty, to walk in your purpose. Father God, by reason of this prayer, I enter even into the past of these children's life to correct everything that has gone wrong in the mighty name of Jesus. By this same prayer we enter into their future we speak destiny to come forth wherever they find themselves oh god we raise a standard of holiness in the mighty name of jesus we invoke the heavens to fight over your life wherever you will go nothing will contend with you in the mighty name of jesus in this in this generation oh god almighty for their sake you will save Ghana. For their sake, you will transform our nation, oh God. Father God Almighty, from these children, you will birth, oh God Almighty, new things. Father God Almighty, they will not be subject to religion that gives man the outward appearance of holiness. Yet the life does not bear fruit. But these ones, oh God Almighty, will bear fruit in the mighty name of Jesus. Fruit of holiness, of patience, of kindness, of honesty, of humility, in Jesus' name. Father God Almighty, the spirit that has taken over our nation of materialism will not hold these ones. Father God, you are raising them to a higher life. A higher life to walk in you, oh God Almighty. The spirit of Caleb and Joshua that will be their portion. They will not make a mistake. They will not marry strange men and women and bring forth strange children. That will be rebellious. But these ones will walk in unity, in honesty. Father God Almighty, waiting for the right time that you will use them for your glory. They will not rush for success or fame. But God Almighty, you are the one who works things in mystery. Father God Almighty, you give them the grace to let us, even if you hide them for a period of time, give them the grace to wait upon you. Because God Almighty, you are the one who honors men. Father God, we will not seek to be famous. Father God, we will not seek to have wealth to be selfish. But I know you will bless this generation. And God Almighty, because you will bless them, they will help many. There are many people who are dying and crying for redemption. Here is the redemption you have said. So Father God, I pray and I join my faith with your faith, O oh God Almighty. With the faith of every leader, every spiritual leader that has prayed for this nation to say, Father God Almighty, these ones will live for you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you because you don't hear our prayer by the eloquence of our words. But because you are the one who is moved by the sound of your sheep. Today we know that we are your children. When you see us, you see the blood. Father God Almighty, let the blood speak for these children's lives. No one will harm them. No sin will hold them bound. They will rise above every situation. That one day will look back and say, that Father God Almighty, where you have begun, the fire you are birthing in Ghana, will touch the whole world. Not because we will be hypocrites, but people will see that we are bearing fruits. Fruits from our lives. Tangible fruits that will rule this country, oh God. We thank you so much for your goodness and mercy. To you be all the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. Uh, I'm done. I'm so asking, can we sing this song? Um, is it? I have my mind made up and I won't turn back because I want to see my Jesus someday. I've got my mind made up and I won't turn back because I want to see my Jesus someday.